tucked in. Cause you were now in bed with Dr. Sue. That's a familiar sound to many ladies. We've all been there. You meet a great guy. Everything is rolling along. You get to the point where you're about to check his junk and... Yeah, like that. Tonight on In Bed, I'm going to dish the truth. For some of you, it might hurt. But for many of you, it's going to, as Russell Peters would say, hurt real good. Because for many men, having their penises mocked is a turn-on. So grab your eggplants, boys, because if all goes well, we'll be hearing from the ladies this evening. And some of their preferences might shock you, but in a good way. And ladies, I really do need you to call in later because no one wants to hear just my opinion. You can remain anonymous, so you don't have to worry about that if you want to. And so get your fingers poised on the buttons of your phone. The number is 657-383-0031. But before we get to all the non-flaccid fun, we have a whole bunch of really juicy info, including birthdays, brag bites, a new segment called What the Sweet Fuck, and Dr. Sue's Erotic Book Club is jammed tonight. Plus, three lucky callers will win a tube of sexy ganja lube. And we'll get to all of it right after this. You have always felt inadequate, haven't you? After all, a male is judged by his penis size, isn't he? Oh, I know your sex life has always been filled with such anxiety, turmoil, incapable, inadequate. Your manhood size is unchangeable. This is the hand you were dealt. Visit worshipnatasha.com and I will give you my personal penis evaluation of you and for you. You call that a dick? I bet you jerk off with just two fingers like a little loser, don't you? Can you even find that to go to the bathroom? That disgusting thing should be in chastity permanently. Do you really think you'll ever be lucky enough to get with a woman with something like that? No one's going to want to fuck that. I bet they'd never even feel it. Oh, it's cute. It's like a penis, only smaller. that That's nothing more than a nasty little pimple. I just tuck my own tissues in that nasty, voiceless little nose. Supposed to be a dick pic because it looks like a thumbs up. Think you can handle all of this and more? Go to ratemytinypenis.com right now to get your dick rated and ridiculed for free. Hello, my name is Amelia Devine and I will be your guide down the Yellow Brick Road. For over 10 years, I've led sissies like you to their destiny. I've feminized the most masculine of men and I've taken alpha males and turned them into cock sucking betas. All of my sissies crave only to serve, and so will you. I specialize in female-led relationships, sissy confessions, panty addictions, cross-dressing, and feminization. I provide sissy training in many ways, including mantras, tasks, ASMR audio, personalized hypnotic recordings, and live phone sessions. Now... 
Put on your big girl panties and find me on Night Flirt, Amelia Divine. Your clitty will thank you. That was Amelia. Very cool. It's birthday time. And, man, there was a lot of summer loving going on to create all these wonderful babies. So let's get started with our birthday. Woo! Okay. A belated birthday shout-out to Miss Gaja, whose birthday was April the 7th. And we have a birthday today. It's Goddess Black Diamond's birthday. Happy birthday to you, Black Diamond. I hope your day was fantastic. Now, in just two days' time, on April the 18th, it's Miss Charmness's birthday. And not long after Miss Charmness is Dominic Chiara's birthday on April the 20th. Happy birthday, you guys, and thank God we got Chiara's birthday finally straightened out. Now, on April 21st, it's our very own Goddess Natasha's birthday. Yes, the same Goddess Natasha you just heard in that ad. And the very next day, on April 22nd, it's the lovely Kimmy Kaboom's birthday. Happy birthday, Kimmy. On April 24th, it's Madam V's birthday, as well as Jalen Sutter's birthday. Yay! And on April 25th, the legendary Madam Caramel celebrates her birthday. Happy birthday to both of you. And rounding out our April birthdays is Poppy Fields on April 26th. Happy birthday, Poppy. Moving on to May, we start out with Brittany Shears and Peaches Peaches Galore, both of whom are celebrating their birthdays on May the 5th. Shame we don't have a May the 4th bewitch you birthday. But on May the 8th, the fart sparkle herself, Miss Alana May, is having her birthday. And happy birthday to everyone celebrating another spin around the sun. Be sure to head to InBedWithDrSue.com and check out all these lovely ladies' tribute and wish list links and make their days truly special. And if you have a birthday you'd like to announce on the show, on Twitter, and of course, on the InBedWithDrSue.com website, just head to said website and click on birthdays and sign your sexy self up. Um, I'm going to do a quick shout-out turn this happy birthday thing off here. Go away, happy birthday. We're done with you. I have a quick shout-out to my buddy Gia. You know her as the brainwashing beauty. She's a very talented hypnotist who is more than willing to stuff your brains in the spin cycle. You can meet Miss Gia at brainwashingbeauty.com, on Twitter at brainwashingbut, get it, B-U-T, and on Nightflirt at Brainwashing Beauty. So check out my friend Gia if you have the balls. I'll be right back after this with Brag Bites. Hello, this is Hypnotic Haley. Trust me when I tell you that you are going to remember my name. You're going to hear it being whispered in your mind long after you listen to this. To me, it doesn't matter what your cock size is. Big or small, I own them all. You will be mine. Aching to be mind-fucked by my real hypnosis? Go to hypnotichaleystore.com to learn more. Or onlyfans.com slash hypnotichaley. Or simply Google my name. Hypnotic Haley. Hypnotic Haley. It's funny how many fairy tales and fables are really just mirrors of a 
But your existence isn't the feel-good type of story. You are on the receiving end of Goldilocks and her girlfriend's constant judgment. Are you too big, too small, just right? Where do you stand? Where do you kneel? You are being judged. Size does matter, and in many different forms. As for me, I want the trifecta of perfection. Something you're not likely to reach, but something you can always work towards. Something that mirrors a little engine that could. Keep chugging along. Keep trying. Maybe one day you'll be just right. This is Mr. Flynn of PayPlayObey.com, and you are listening to In Bed with Dr. Sue. This is the BBC dealer, and my voice is bigger than your cock. My voice has more girth than your clitter dick. Does it get hard when women laugh at your rice grain? I won't laugh at you, because what you have between your legs is no joke. The fact that a woman would have to kneel on a stepladder to give you a blowjob is testament to the fact that you weren't meant to get pussy. So come visit me at worshipbigblackcock.com. I'll teach you something else you can do, and you'll feel just as humiliated. Oh, Naima, you've done it again. Oh, my God. And get your butts over to Naima's website and learn the truth about BBC. You can find her at worshipbigblackcock.com, where she covers a wide variety of topics, such as how white boys can avoid sexual demon possession. I can't do this. I swear to God, Naima. Little pink peepees and fun fashion ideas for sissies. So head over to worshipblackcock.com and check it out. And right now she's actually eating baby carrots with blue cheese dressing. So that's in your honor, boys. Anywho, oh, good Lord. Okay, let's get it going on with some brag bites. We've got a lot of brag bites today. I have three brag bites, all from the same lovely lady. The first going out to the amazing literatrix, Ms. Angela St. Lawrence. Angela's message is, I've always looked up to Angela. Her presence is captivating, and I've always admired that about her. What strikes me most is how she goes out of her way to lift people up. She believes that we ladies should do more to help, not hurt. That we should work together for a common goal, not rip one another apart, and it shows. I've always believed that in my heart, and I wanted to say to you, Angela, that you are amazing. Thank you for being you. The next message from our mystery braggart is for Lady L. Lady L is a caring and compa- is caring and compassionate. That's my fault. She works her ass off for those she cares about and makes no bones about it. Lucky is the sub who gains her respect. He's going to have to show her he's worthy of her time and effort. But I tell you what, once he's got it, he's going to be the luckiest boy around. And the third brag bite was for me from this 
same magical person. And as you know, I don't read mine on the air, but I will have it posted tomorrow on the website. And I'm going to say that our mystery messenger tonight is a powerhouse in her own right. This woman has been through battles unimaginable and has the scars to prove it. She is now facing down another of life's challenges with grace and strength that even she didn't know she had. She is one of the most sensuous mistresses you will find, and anyone who has the fortune of getting to know her will find her to be one of the most down-to-earth, fun-loving, and dynamic personalities to ever sprinkle magic into your life. And I'm blessed to call her a friend. Our messenger tonight is Mistress Peyton. Thank you, Peyton, for these sweet notes. I'd like to call on everyone within earshot to be sure to visit Miss Peyton's Night Flirt page. You'll find her on Night Flirts as Peyton Will Break You. She has a load of goodies for you to play with. And due to some unforeseen circumstances, as I was mentioning earlier, her call schedule right now is a bit sporadic. So let's see you boys get over there and buy up all her goodies, listen to them, then delete them, and buy them all again. Good boys. Our next brag bite is for Goddess Natasha Hertz. And your message, Natasha, is, Goddess Natasha has proven herself to be a wonderful friend and mentor. I want to openly thank her for reaching out to me and offering to promote one of my series to her Night Flirt clients. She is the perfect example of Dom's supporting Dom's. Thank you, lovely queen, for being so supportive. You are a shining light in a world full of dark, dank, out-of-date lube. But that doesn't include sexy ganja. And that is from our very own Amelia Devine. And if you haven't met Amelia, my God, what are you waiting for? She is a longtime PSO, hysterically funny. And if you don't savor sarcasm and dry humor the way I do, I suggest you sit and pet your comfort crocodile because she is the sissy whisperer. And you can find her on Night Flirt by typing in Amelia Devine. The next bite is for our own Mistress Peyton. Peyton, this is for you. Recently, I had a conversation with Miss Angela and asked permission to send in a brag bite. Not for her, though. Those that know me on Twitter know my undying adoration and appreciation of Miss Angela. This is for Miss Peyton, who I have had the absolute pleasure to be introduced to recently. In the short time that I've followed her and her tweets back and forth, she has made my timeline more beautiful. I look forward to reading her tweets, and like so many of the strong women I follow, I learn every day to be a better man for Miss Angela. Thank you for always speaking your mind. Thank you for making me feel important. Thank you for inspiring me to be better. And finally, thank you for showing me what true courage is. And that is from Incognito Thomas. Thank you for sending in such a lovely message, Thomas. Um, the next brag bite is for Kira Pierce. And Kira, this is your message. Kira Pierce is a great Dom in person. I accidentally sent my personal info information when I first contacted her. Fortunately, she can be trusted in my experience. Too bad I goofed up what we had going. But she still deserves a brag. And that message was from Marky Goodpet. Thank you, Mark. Uh, I have a message here for Mistress Reba. And Reba, your message is, Mistress Reba can take me further than I have ever thought 
could be possible. The way her mind works and she expresses thoughts. I feel like she has insight no one has ever had to me. And this message was from Jerry Garcia. See, he's not really dead. Thank you for sending that in, Jerry. I also have a brag bite for Sarah Miles. Sarah, here's your message. Intelligent and caring, Sarah Miles is one of the hardest working doms I have ever met. I'm honored to be her friend. And that is from Mistress Reba. Thank you, Reba. I have two brag bites for Dominic Chiara this show, and Chiara is also going through some personal issues, so we need to send the love to her. And her first message is, wishing a very happy birthday to my owner, Dominic Chiara. She gets a bonus this year due to a technical error that had her birthday announced as April the 6th last time, and even though I thought it was the 20th, I still got her a nice birthday present just in case my brain wasn't working properly again. So now she gets two birthday celebrations this year. I hope I'm not the only one to react that way. The more birthday gifts she gets, the better. Thank you, Mistress, for allowing me to be yours since 2007. And that was from Davros J. Slave. And, of course, thank you, Dave, for sending that in. Kiara's next message is... Just a shout-out to the amazing Dominic Chiara to let her know she is missed and in our thoughts. Mistress has been going through a hard time personally. Yes, that's right. Doms have feelings, too. Who would have thought it? So let's all offer our support, send lots of positive vibes her way, and I'll tell you something. I couldn't agree more. Kiara had a death in the family and has been away for a bit, but is due back tomorrow. That message was from Superman. Thank you, Superman, for sending that in. And the last brag bite tonight is for the amazing Alexis Shipley. Alexis, this is your message. Goddess Alexis is the most wonderful dom. Not only is she confident and assertive in the most feminine way, but she is inventive, sexy, and caring in her dominance. Please mention her. She truly deserves it. And that was from Terrell. Torre Terrell. Thank you, Torre. Um, as I said, there was two sent in for me. As you know, I don't read mine on the air just because this is about you guys. It's not about me. So um, what I'm going to do, all the brag bites from today, obviously, are going to go up on the brag bites page tomorrow. So you'll be able to read the ones that were sent to me as well. But I thank you so much to Peyton and Lee. You both are absolutely amazing. If you have a message you want to put on brag bites for someone you think deserves recognition and positive vibes, and we all know someone who does. Be sure to hit up InBedWithDrSue.com, click on Brag Bites, and get your messages in for the next show. Now, on to a new little segment I like to call What the Sweet Fuck. I've been hearing all kinds of weird-ass shit these days, and, and I believe we discussed this during Taboo Fetishes. It seems as though the weirder the world gets in the sense of... Um, when people are under a lot of pressure and things are really screwed up and everything that we're all going through, you'll find that the fetishes get more and more extreme, get like a little bit weird. So, so I know that we all, we all know this, but I thought what the sweet fuck would be hysterically funny. So from all these wacky stories is where what the sweet fuck was born. So what I want you to do, I want you to pull up the covers real tight under your chin, boys and girls, because it's about to get scary. 
Once upon a time, there was a professional dominatrix, and she was visited by a silly subby who came to be humiliated about his man boobs. When the silly sub entered her lair, he spotted on the table next to her queenly chair several jars that seemed to contain some sort of insect. But silly sub couldn't see what it was. So she sat him in a chair and began to work on teaching his manatips a lesson for being so, well, titty. She told silly sub to close his eyes tight. And Silly Sub did just that. That was when he felt something being brushed on his nipples, a sticky substance. But still he didn't peek. After a few moments, the dominatrix told him to open his eyes. And when he looked down, he saw that two other people were standing on either side of him, holding the jars on to his sticky painted nipples. And that was when he felt the first sting. You see, this pro-dominatrix had wasps in the jar, which began to be irritated and sting the nipples of Silly Sub for quite some time. His nipples became swollen, red, and quite sore, as you can imagine. But our Silly Subby just couldn't wait to go back for more. He was so excited to go back, he didn't even wait until his manatees swelling had gone down. Now, I can't say whether this is true or not. I wasn't there. But I can honestly say that my reaction to this story was, what the sweet fuck. And that was tonight's what the sweet fuck. So as you can see, we're going to be doing some really weird-ass stories. It, honestly, I'm just going to make one obvious note here. If that story is true... And you are out there using, I shouldn't have to even fucking say this. And you're out there using bees and wasps to sting your clients? I, I shouldn't even, seriously. Okay, I realized that in this case, because I asked, she did do a pre-screening and asked if he had allergies. Here's the problem with that. You don't know if someone is going to go up. <laughs> Nima, stop it. She just put PETA. Um, <laughs> now you made me lose my train of thought. Anyways, my point is, for the love of God, here's the problem with bee stings especially. What happens is you can be stung several times, and you may not know that you're allergic. Each sting actually pushes you closer and closer to an allergy. If you've never been stung, then now we're looking at, okay, you don't know if you are or not. So I'm really hoping that this chickapoo, if this is real, has an EpiPen or a freaking paramedics degree or something because this is not cool. It's never cool. Don't do this shit. Seriously. This is I'm not putting this up. I'm not saying this stuff for you guys to go, oh, cool, I'll add that to my repertoire. <laughs> Please, don't do that. Please, for the love of God. <sighs> Honestly. Ugh. Okay, so now, while that's sinking in and you relax and take your hands off your boobs, 
Uh, I have to tell you that all the sexy scribes have been busy at their keyboards, banging out some tasty treats to sink your literary teeth into. I had the pleasure of interviewing not one, not two, not three, but four lovely ladies who have put pen to paper, or fingers to keyboard, and delivered you all not only some sexy fiction, but some excellent business advice as well. So let's start Dr. Sue's Erotic Book Club with my interview with Chantelle Etoile and Exotic Vivian from the Sexy Escort Guide podcast, who have written a book entitled How to Get Started as an Escort. The original interview was 40 minutes long. Unfortunately, I had to condense it to five minutes, obviously. However, I'm hoping to get them both on a show because they are hysterically funny and really know their shit. Here's what they had to say. Miss Vivian, could yes. you tell us how you got started into escorting? Okay, so um, I've mentioned this on the show. I started as a stripper. Stripping is the gateway drug to becoming a companion. After a few years of me dancing, I linked up with a very good client of mine who became my sugar daddy, who then became like a quasi live-in relationship, and I was going to do the whole rich, spoiled housewife thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that didn't work out, and um, I decided to get back into stripping. I'd moved to Miami at the point, and I decided, okay, let me get back into stripping and see what's going on out there. And I realized two things. Number one, I knew too many people at that point. See, when I was dancing before, I didn't really know many people, so I didn't care who walked in or what. And on more than one occasion, people that I knew came into my club, and I had to leave. Number two, I realized that you can't just dance at any club, which I kind of already realized, but the clubs that I like to dance at where I could maximize my income, the people in my circle would go to. So I tried other clubs and I realized that the girls were doing way too much for less. So I thought, okay, let me do something else. And, you know, the world of companionship and all that good stuff was not new to me anyway. So I linked up with an old friend, an old stripper friend, and she kind of showed me the ropes on screening and stuff like that. And I dove in feet first and went touring in Dubai (laughs) and then all over the world for like two and a half years. And now I'm settled back in Miami um, working on investing my coins. And yeah, that's how I got into it. Miss Chantel, how did you get into it? Um, So I actually started out as a sugar baby. I've always had a vanilla job and I had a sugar daddy to, you know, supplement for like college and stuff. And then the horrible websites took over, the games changed, and uh, I had a friend that was an escort and I was telling her how a sugar daddy was stressing me out. And she was like, girl, he is not paying you enough to deal with that stress. You just need to be an escort. You can charge by the hour. You don't have to deal with them when you're outside of your date. And uh, she kind of led me in very poorly. Uh, But over the years, I have had uh, lots of friends. And uh, and I met Vivian. And uh, I changed and I just became an escort. And now my life is so much better. So the two of you get together, you decide to create this book called How to Get Started as an Escort. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I was getting weekly emails, you know, from ladies, newbies, hopefuls of how to get started. The show was getting so many questions of different things about ladies getting into the business. So I was like, we definitely have to write this book because it's kind of time consuming to, you know, coach some like every email that comes in, you have to respond to it versus I can just be like, go read the book. And so far, we've gotten a few great reviews uh, on our website. Uh, can I plug it? 
Absolutely. Uh, you can get the book at tsegstore.com and you can go read the reviews on there. This is Post FOSTA will help you get started in this business. And I'm going to tell whoever's listening right now, for some reason, people think that the adult entertainment industry is just easy work. I don't know who told you those lies, but snap out of it. You're going to have to put in work because it's just like any entrepreneurial business. You're literally working 24-7 to whenever you feel like stopping. But it's not easy. But if you follow the steps that we've laid out, there's no reason why you shouldn't do well. I'm not kidding, you guys. Please pick up this book, How yeah. to Get Started as an Escort. I don't care what area of sex you want to get into. Read this. Where can they get yeah. it? So, yeah, the store, tsegstore.com. Our podcast is thesexyescortguide.com. And you can follow us on Twitter um, at TSEG Podcast. And we're also on Instagram at TSEGP. Thank yes. you so much. That was Exotic Vivian and, of course, Chantelle Etoile. I also had the pleasure of speaking with the beautiful Kaz B on her latest novel. Here's Kaz speaking about Dreaming in the Dark. Thank you, Kaz, for once again gracing us with your absolutely amazing novel. Tell us all about Dreaming in the Dark. Dreaming in the Dark is a prequel, and um, it visits the past. So it goes back to a time when Athena is going through a lot of emotional pressure, and she's still finding her identity and place in the world. And her life, in a way, is starting to unravel. She's um, She's got a lot of headache going on. She makes a lot of bad decisions. And her life is really, really falling apart. So, And I think in life, you know, a lot of people don't really mature or find their identity these days until they, they hit their late 20s or their 30s. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, an exploration of, you know, how she got her identity, how she become a senior. Because she was abandoned by her parents when she was a kid, she finds it very, very hard to open up in relationships. So she closes herself off. Rather than feeling rejected, she, she just kind of turns people cold and she'd do the rejecting first before it can happen to her. So she sort of shuts down mentally. And then she discovers that she's got this um, family. It's like a blast from the past and it all comes rushing back. But it's not the big happy reunion that she always dreamt of. It's kind of like tainted with misery. And so she's thinking, oh, you know, I like, you know, I'd like to get in touch with my family. And she craves that stability and that normality. But at the same time, she's kind of a bit scared as well. So she's going through all these ups and downs and her her best friend who is the maid, he's kind of like at the core of her life. He's been there, you know, pretty much since she was a, a young adult and he's like her rock and her stability. So it's kind of like through him and kind of a, a lot of making a way through life that she starts to come through her problems. So it, it's kind of a love story um, between her and Zora. Uh, through this other guy that comes in at a time when she's vulnerable. So there's kind of like a love triangle going on there as well. And of course, there's lots of um, there's lots of references to the dungeon in the book as well. It goes back to sessions in the dungeon with her slaves and her personal relationships. And there's quite a lot of sex scenes as well. So it's quite racy. How does this tie into book one? Uh, well, book, book one was kind of like setting the scene of where she's at now. So you only ever really see... Athena in book one where she's in complete control and she's she's kind of like the puppet master and everyone else is the puppet on her strings because that's who she has to be when she's you know being the mistress she has to be in complete control mm-hmm. but to that point in her life where everything's completely smooth and you know she's she's a wealthy lady her career is going really well 
I think actually I just wanted to look at her past to see what it took to get her to that point. So it's kind of revisiting like some old memories, what she's been through, what she's suffered and how she's come to be this strong, powerful woman. Who, of course, just like the rest of us, has to come up against adversity in order yeah. to grow. Yeah, so she's, she's been through a lot. She's had to face a lot a lot of adversity. Um, she's had to face you know, financial problems, um, abandonment, uh, death in the family, her girlfriend running off. Uh, bad choices in relationships, even drug addiction as well, and, and to a point probably some, a few mental health problems. And this is kind of about her coming through it and getting to the point where she's at in book one. So book two kind of goes pa- in the past. Like you said, it, it yeah. kind of reflects back on her life as to how she became who she was in book one. That's right. Yeah, it goes back into the past. Because I think she struggled a lot with her identity in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's only by, you know, going through all these trials and tribulations that she's got a real strong sense of herself now. And that's why she's so self-assured and why she's so confident. Is there a book three? I do have. I do have a vision for book three. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um, so is this going to be a trilogy or is it? are we going to keep up with her? I think a, a third book would finish the whole series nicely. But I think in number three, I don't know how much, you know, what what to tell you without giving too much away. Uh, Let's just say that some other family that has disappeared might come back into it and cause a lot of chaos and disruption. And I think Mm. it would be some more comedy in there as well. So where can everybody get the book? Okay, well, it's, um, it's available on Amazon. Beautiful. That's absolutely perfect. Where can everybody find you? I mean, some people may not know who you are, and let everybody know what you do. Okay, well, I'm um, I'm a fetish film producer, so I make BDSM and fetish movies, and I sell them online. I also do private domination sessions as well, so a lot of the books, you know, a lot of my inspirations come from things that have happened or that I've seen in my life, inspired by sessions that I've done myself, so it's all very true to life. So they can find me on Instagram, and that is author Casby, and I'm also on Twitter, which is at my sordid secret. Fantastic! Thank you so much, Kaz. I really appreciate you sharing this, and here's to book three. Thank you very much. <laughs> and the last of Dr. Sue's erotic book club is from a fresh author that many of you probably know, Sammy Ray Schwartz. Sammy has written a book entitled Office Hours, Spanked and Spent, and she has an amazing author just for in-bed listeners. Hey, Dr. Sue. This is Sammy. Thanks so much for featuring me on your show. You know, it means so much in this day and age of platforms all over the Internet cracking down on any kind of sex-related writing or adult content. Um, And, yes, I finally have my first couple of titles published on Amazon. Um, The first is called Office Hours, Spanked and Spent, which is a very sexy spanking story about a shy college student who has a little crush on her professor and decides to visit him in office hours, bringing him a very salacious and also poorly written short story to him for some feedback. And feedback she does receive in the form of getting taught a lesson, uh, getting bent over his desk, 
So that's my first title, and the second one, unfortunately, hasn't appeared on the Amazon store yet. Um, it's still being processed, and um, Amazon can be pretty fickle with erotica, but I expect it will be up in the next few days. And it is called Date with a Giantess, a very sensual giantess fantasy about a very ordinary guy who hasn't had much luck with women recently. So he cannot believe it when an absolutely gorgeous woman in a bar invites him home to her apartment to have a little fun. But he is in for a giant surprise because not long after he walks through that door, he finds himself in the palm of her hand, literally. So what got you into writing? So I've always loved writing, especially fantasy, sci-fi, nerdy stuff like that. But I didn't start writing erotica until about a year ago, after starting working as a phone sex operator and having a lot of clients tell me that I should write erotica. Um, I think that both phone sex and erotica have a lot in common in that there's just great mediums to bring to life. Um, especially really unusual, um, sometimes impractical fantasies um, that are harder to fulfill in real life. So for those who don't know you, tell them what you do. So in addition to my erotica writing, like mentioned before, I'm also a phone sex operator and an adult model. And as I started doing this erotica writing, I've actually tried to combine all those things together um, into one process. So um, before I actually start writing any erotica piece, I start by recording an erotic audio based on the scenario. Um, and then I use that audio as a skeleton for the short story, filling in all the good juicy details. And then finally, I do photo sets inspired by the story. And um, I also draw from these photo sets uh, for the covers for, for the stories. Um, and each of those components eventually get released on platforms like Night Flirt. So yeah, each story uh, is actually just a part of an erotic package. I understand you have a surprise for in-bed listeners. I would love to let you know that just for the month of April, I'm offering a special deal for listeners of In Bed with Dr. Sue. Um, if you send me proof of purchase of either of my titles anytime this month, I will send you three limited edition beautiful photos uh, taken from the photo sets that go with that title that you purchased. Um, and those photos are not available for purchase anywhere else. If you're interested in that, you can visit my Amazon page at Amazon.com slash author slash Sammy Ray Schwartz. And that is spelled S-A-M-M-Y-R-E-I-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z. And you can also reach me at the same handle on Twitter and on Nightflirt. Or you can always email me at Sammy Schwartz at protonmail.com. Thank you so much, Sammy, for being on the show, and thank you so much on behalf of our listeners for such an amazing offer. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you again to Dr. Sue, and I wish you all a very sexy week. Links 
to all of these bombastic books can be found by heading to InBedWithDrSue.com and clicking on Sexy Scribes, where you can go crazy with all the great authors and their works of both fiction and nonfiction. I'll be right back to Dish on Dicks right after this. Well, hello there. Oh, my gosh. What do you call that thing between your thighs? I call it an appendage. A little something that reminds you of the manhood that you're lacking. Because you sure are lacking in that department. Talk about small penis. Ooh. <laughs> ah, you want to talk some more? Then call me. Call Envy. Call Envy on Night Flirts. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I hear you're looking for a good mind fuck. That's my specialty. I love twisting and turning boys and wrapping them around my little finger. What I do is I take time to get to know you on a level that you may not have experienced before. At first it's subtle, and then we get a little deeper and a little darker. I get under your skin and I get in your head, and before you know it, you're craving me. You're craving the things that I offer you on a level that has begun to keep you awake at night. I know, it's a little scary. Who am I? (laughs) I'm glad you asked. I'm Mistress Peyton. Peyton will break you? The Sensual Domination Mistress. And you? You can find me at SensualDominationMistress.com. Talk soon, naughty one. Obey. Surrender. Your mind for life. The harder you struggle, the deeper you fall under my spell. Serve me, Mistress Kiara, Certified Hypnotist at HypnosisFemdom.com Hey yo, this K2 Cocky, formerly Cocky the Homo MC, and you are in bed with Dr. Sue. Hey yo, go to cockabelly.bandcamp.com and cop my deluxe CD package, Spice Cadet 2, featuring Smash Hit for a minute and eyes closed. Been chosen, I'm rolling, explosion, I'm blowing up, they doubting, I'm exposing them, cause I simply don't give a fuck. They hoping, they praying to make it, but they are sucking, I am so much better than all them, and I can do this. Ah, K2 cocky, we love you cocky. Okay, so now's the time to get in the queue, ladies, because as I said at the top of the show, I am but one opinion. The number to call is 657-383-0031. Press 1 to be put in the queue. You can still hear the show while you wait, and I'll be taking calls as soon as I jump off my penis-shaped soapbox. Or you can wait till I tell you, to call, till I tell you that I'm taking calls. Bitch's choice. <laughs> Penises! If they're not being wagged in our faces, then they're popping up unwanted in our DMs. Dicks are like cops. Never around when you want them, always around when you don't, and they'll shoot first and ask questions later. So what's all the fuss about a man and his phallus? Is a man's penis his only expression of his masculinity? And for those of you men out there who say it's women's fault because we're the ones who put emphasis on how big a man is, I'm calling you on that one. Because we aren't the ones with penises in our avatars, jamming them in women's messages and emails. 
you are. You are the ones who put all the emphasis on your dicks. So take your hurt bunny incel faces, sit the fuck down, and stop blaming all your feels about your dick on women. Because for the most part, and I realize you guys are going to be kind of upset about this. That's right, here's the mega spoiler alert for tonight. For the most part, women don't give a shit. You see, for those of you boys who feel the need to flash every female you encounter, whether you're big or small, you need to remember women don't think the same way as men. You don't see us sending titty and pussy shots into your DMs, do you? No. And 98% of calls to phone sex lines are from who? Men, not women. This is why you get such a visceral reaction when you send an unwanted and unasked for dick pic. I'll say it again, just so there's no misunderstanding. We don't care. Unless we are considering fucking you, we don't care. And if we do care, we'll let you know, because we'll ask for a pic. I get that some of you are proud of being in your chastity device or want to share how cute you feel and look in your panties, but no one, I repeat, no one, no man, woman, child, dog, cat, or parakeet gives a fuck, so put them away, please. It isn't cute or attractive. For the last several weeks, I've had a penis pool on the InBed website, and I asked the ladies to choose between a four-inch penis and basically anything else because I wanted to gauge, albeit unscientifically, just what women wanted. So let's go to the poll results and see what we have. And as of right now, I'm going to refresh the page. Do, 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 do. 110 voters. Thank you, ladies, for voting. And we will start at the bottom. Our least likely, our, our least chosen inch size with seven votes is four inches. And the, the, the question that I put up here, I should say the, the point of the poll says, you have to choose between a four-inch penis and any of the others listed below. You may select only one answer. And I requested that guys don't play just so that we can get some honest answers-ish, obviously. Okay, so our next least favorite, which is my favorite, <laughs> very sad to see my favorite come in second to bottom with eight votes is nine inches, followed by 10 inches with nine votes, five inches with 10 votes, six inches with 18 votes, eight inches with 24 votes, and seven inches with 34 votes. So seven inch comes in numero uno. So now, this info is probably disappointing to some of you gentlemen who think that all women, all women want 12-inch dicks. As you can see, it's quite the contrary. Seven is our winner, and seven is basically average. When we look at statistics, though, the average penis size for a Western white male is between five and a half and six and a half. So our seven-inch preference is just a little bit bigger than that. But for all intents and purposes, you're still talking average for Mr. 7-inch. Not quite what you boys were expecting, I'm sure. And, by the way, a micropenis starts at about 3.5 inches and below. 
See, not every female is a size queen like me. I voted for nine inches because it's my favorite size, but then I'm an Amazon. I can handle bigger dicks. And that is a very important point that I need to make. Everyone's anatomy is different. Every dick is different and every muffin is different. Mostly men's penises are proportionate to their physical size. For example, my hubster is, I think he's about five foot seven, and he's five and a half inches. If his dick was way bigger, it would look weird. So it's proportionate to his size. And that's true of most males. And obviously, there will be exceptions to all these averages. For example, you'll find African-American men are usually larger. Caribbean men are larger still. And gentlemen from the continent of Asia tend to be smaller in size. Now, I've heard some women say that a vagina is only so long, so a big dick isn't necessary. Um, The average vaginal canal is approximately five inches. But that's only true to a point. You see, when a woman is sexually stimulated, her vagina actually elongates. Not by a whopping three inches or anything, but it does stretch. Stretch being the key word. Our sausage wallets stretch to accommodate different sized penises, just like they stretch to squeeze a human life out of them. But if a woman has a petite frame, she probably can't handle a bigger dick, period. For many women, big dicks are quite painful which brings us to the plight of the big dick male. It sucks to be big just as much as it sucks to be small for the exact same reason. No one wants to fuck you. So for you tiny weed boys dreaming of having an anaconda cock, you would end up with the same issue you already have. Men with huge cocks have just as hard a time getting laid as guys with micro dicks. Women look at both with the same reaction. Hell no. But there is one thing that almost all women will agree on when it comes to the almighty joystick. And that is... Girth. Yes, boys, all that focus you put on length and it's not even what we really go for. It's your thickness. Nothing worse than fucking a pencil. And what about all the penis pills and jelking exercise websites you see? Well, you'll gain some length and a bit of girth, but nothing by way of several inches. You might get an inch if you're lucky, and it's a lot of work that has to be maintained on a regular basis. And let's face it, not many men have that kind of discipline. Even surgery won't give you that much. What they do is cut a couple of ligaments to simplify the hell out of it, is the easiest way for me to describe it. They cut a couple of ligaments. And again, you only gain so much from that, like maybe an inch at the outside, maybe two inches. The key to living a happy life with your dick is to accept what you have. Because as you've just seen, most women don't care one way or the other. Plus, when we look at the availability of toys and different lifestyles, such as swinging and cuckolding, Penis size becomes even less of an issue. I choose to occasionally fuck men who are larger than my husband, but that doesn't mean I don't fuck my husband. To toss a male to one side because of his dick size is not only cruel, it's stupid. A man isn't defined by his penis any more than a woman is defined by her vag or tits. But what about you boys who just love to have your dick disparaged? My boys who love small penis humiliation. Why? 
Why on earth would anyone subject themselves to ridicule on purpose? Well, although this isn't scientific in any way, I found that the smaller the penis, the more submissive the male. And with submission comes the thread of humiliation. Some men like it more overt. Some men like it to be subtle. But it's usually always there. And unfortunately for most of us, they're also usually the ones wanting you to look at their baby gherkins. The main photo bombers in your DMs, ladies, are the guys who have nothing but still want you to look. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, Lord. See, most alpha males with big dicks don't waste their time with foolish photos because they're too busy out getting laid. That's why when you guys call phone sex lines and tell us all about your 11-inch dick and how often you're getting it, it proves you're lying. Because if you had a big dick, you'd be out using it, not calling a phone sex line. Unless it's too big, because you're not getting laid. Yeah. Okay, it's time. It's time. Time to take some calls. Okay, 657-383-0031. And let's see what other ladies think about penis size. And just before I head to the phones, there was a question on Twitter by Sub Olson, and he writes, Besides ladies' size preferences, I would like to know what else the man can do to impress a woman, particularly to compensate the size, even partially. I mean, what are the ladies' preferences right after size? Or maybe be what or, so, or maybe what they like the man to do or have. Okay, so the reason why I wanted to bring this up or bring up Sub Olson's question before I grab the calls is because we can ask the ladies themselves. Because, Sub Olson, that is a very personal question. Not because it's rude in any way, but because each and every woman will have a different answer to that. There is no one-size cookie-cutter answer. It's individual in nature. So, go into the phone lines. You ready? Hello. You are in bed with Dr. Sue. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi, Dr. Sue. Hello, who is this? This is Cassandra Fox. Hello, Cassandra. How are you here? I'm good. Dr. Sue, you are my favorite kink shamer. <laughs> you know me. I wear that crown. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, so what, you, okay, great so what is your personal preference? Okay. My personal preference, I'm going to have to say, is on the smaller side. I kind of oh, like between good. six and seven. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess average. Average, that's average. Um, that's but I, I do, I do like girth. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If a guy is is maybe five inches, I think I could be just as happy with that. So, so just like um, the sub Olson said, what could? Mm-hmm. Where do you think a guy can make up for his lack of size? I think he can make up for that with um, a lot of extended foreplay. I think foreplay and a connection is very important. I think that goes a long way. You know, they say it starts at breakfast. <laughs> you know, the connection. Well done. Yes. <laughs> well done. You know, I like that. How you treat me out of the bedroom, you know, really, um, you know, it makes up makes for all that difference. other stuff. Absolutely. 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 Well, thank you so much, Cassandra. I'm very, very happy that you called. 
I'm happy that I got to speak to you. <laughs> this is awesome. Thanks so much for calling, guys. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, you are in bed with Dr. Sue. Who am I speaking with? This is Envy. Is this Dr. Sue? Hi, Envy. Yeah, you're oh, live, hello baby. There. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you called because you agree with me on size. Go for it. I totally do because let me tell you, I've honestly <laughs> experienced, I mean, I am single, okay? And the reason being is I didn't realize I am a size queen, and that's okay. I've had somebody that I really, really liked, okay? Very handsome guy, great job, and everything like that. But the truth was, he didn't satisfy me, and it didn't work. And so I went ahead, and I found somebody else, and I had a, I like size. I like girth. I don't want some skinny pencil dick. I mean, <laughs> I want to feel it. I mean, come on. Um, but then also on the other side, I've had that. Honestly, I've had a 12-inch dick. When I saw that, I could never believe it. I never thought that was real. I thought it was the way they videoed it or I don't know where they get these guys. You know, there's some out there. They're they're out there. I've had an 11-incher, and I will will tell this story. Once I get – this is why I like nine. Once I get past that, the chances of the guy hitting my cervix is really, really high. And when I got hit the one time, I actually blacked out from the pain. So for guys who think hitting a woman's cervix is some sort of, like, goalpost, oh, wow, look what I've done. Please don't fucking do that. It fucking hurts. It's literally the same as you guys getting kicked in the nuts, just in case you're wondering. Yes. You are totally killing me because, listen, this guy that I, honestly, I kid my friends. I make a fist with my hand. I take my elbow, and I slam it down on the table. I go, he was this big, I swear. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I never measured him. But he was the biggest thing I've ever seen, okay? He slept over my house because he got drunk, pulled his blanket back, because I had a whole bunch of friends like Bobo, okay? And when I saw the side of his dick, I was like, come here. We went into my garage. I had a couch in there. This is a true story. <laughs> I went into the couch, right? Did him on the couch, and he didn't use his whole, his whole cock. I was like, are you kidding me? I got him up again. I said, no, fuck me. Do me again. And he still didn't use it. So, honestly, the bigger size, I think he was afraid he was going to hurt me, you know? Mm-hmm. I still have never gotten over that. I've seen him again, and he doesn't have another chance. Sorry. Well, and that's just so, the thing. And that's what I meant when I, I said you're perfect. Yeah. Your big boys get screwed over as much as the little right. guys because you only, right. again, you will end up with a very large amount at the base that isn't even being used. So oh, it's a shame, like actually. That's true. Or you could be like Miss Marcy who has like what I call a nub or a button and hasn't yeah. had sex for like, hasn't even gotten off in four years. I haven't let him. Poor thing. But, you know. <laughs> well, as long as he loves his it button, that's all that really matters. That's Love right. your button, guys. Love hmm? your button. That's right. <laughs> Love your button. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure speaking to you. I hope you have Thank a wonderful evening. Thank you for evening. calling, Envy. And everyone else. Well, thank you, too. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. I'm going to go over here to chat for a minute. Kylie Gable, who is a wonderful author, and you will find also on Sexy Scribes. Um, Where did I just see that? Hold on. My favorite guys are (laughs) – this is good. My favorite are guys who lie about their dick size and make it seem smaller so that they can be more humiliated about it. That's actually very true. A lot of the guys do do that. 
So there. Okay, let's take another call. Don't forget, guys, you can call in 657-383-0031. I was really hoping to hear from Kaya. Hopefully this is her. <laughs> Hello, you are in bed with Dr. Sue. Hey, it's Dr. Sue, not Kaya. <laughs> it's I, Amelia. Okay. Oh, it's Amelia. Okay. No, I said, I hope it's Kaya, but it's not Kaya. Oh, no, okay. It's Amelia. Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm stuck on all these penis sizes. I've got nothing but dicks running through my head now. <laughs> okay, so what's your preference, Amelia? Uh, my personal preference? Is you know seven to eight, but I love a fat cock. There you go. I'm like chunky monkey dick. <laughs> Makes me a Ben and Jerry's flavor. I'm telling you, I do. My my old man has got the fattest cock and big balls. I also love big balls. I don't know why. You like to play do. with big balls? I do. I <laughs> love them. The bigger they are, I mean, it's just they're so much fun. They really but, are. Yes. They're like cat toys. <laughs> they are. I could sit there. It's like, you know, you're down. Like I was down, um, and this cock is so fat. It, like, gives you lockjaw, you know, and I'm sucking the cock, and it's so fat, and I'm enjoying it. But then you got these big balls down there, and you can just sit there, just like a little cat, going, meow, 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 <laughs> and tickling and playing and grabbing it. It's like, you know, you can just kind of direct the cock where you want it to go just by the balls. It's great. So, yeah, you need oh some good handlebars. This is so cool. <laughs> oh God! I knew you'd be good. <laughs> so what? Okay. So if you, if you're a little guy, though, how can you how can you make up for being little? If 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 you run into, uh, granted, you probably wouldn't fuck someone too small, but if you did, how could he make right, I have to himself? Tell you. Let me tell you a better. story. I'm gonna tell you the funniest story. This this happened sure. years ago in high school. I dated this guy for the longest time, and he was the first guy I'd been with, so I was completely ignorant until we had been there for a while, and I learned a few things. But anyway, I broke up with the guy, and he started dating this other girl who was in, like, in my little outback smoking friend group. Mm-hmm. And she ends up breaking up with him. And we're having one day, you know, you just kind of compare notes and all. You know how women are. And we were, of course, talking bad about him because he's a piece of shit anyway. And... Well, I don't know how we got on the size of Dick, but we started talking about his Dick was just, you know, ridiculous. Mm. And there were like, people were around and said, "Well, how big was it?" Her and I both together at the same time, without even just not even knowing what we were going to say, we were both like four inches hard given. Wow. So, oh, oh, he was so sad, but. <laughs> It was. It was so cute. It was so pathetic. I mean, I was. I remember one time I was having sex with this guy, and I was picking my nail polish off my fingernails. I didn't know any better. Okay, bless his heart. He would look cute in panties. But what a guy could do to make up for it is if they can eat a pussy. There you I go. I will completely forget about it. Eat a pussy. Any guy that does not want to eat a pussy, put them in panties and send them on to a glory hole because, I mean, you're done. It's just not going to work. There you go. You gotta eat a pussy. Learn how to do the lingus of cunning. Do it it's right. It's not difficult. Get a kiwi, cut it in half, and practice getting the seeds out with your tongue. Oh, that's a good one. It See is. You guys, seriously, listen to this and learn from it because she's absolutely <laughs> right. 
You can always make up for your lack of size by doing everything else. You can. Do everything else well. Boy on a woman, don't be afraid to use our toys. We come in so many different ways. We are like the Houdini of orgasms. We've got so many. You never know which one we're going to do. You know, so use a toy. Use a different toy. Use a different kind of toy. Fuck, man. Use a cucumber. I don't care as long as it's something that's going to make me feel good. <laughs> and you yeah. can make a great salad when you're done. You can. See? Come on. I mean, it's, you get your own salad juice. It's great. <laughs> and you can have the guy Perfect. eat it. You can wear your, okay, we're going off. But, no, it's great <laughs> talking to you. But, yeah, I had to. I had to call in because I'm not, I've had a large one. I did not enjoy it. I think it was about 9, 10 inches. I didn't enjoy it as much. But a fat one is what, a, a nice fat cock is what I really love. So I'm a fat right, cock Right, which lover. is, and that's the point I made earlier. You guys think that it's all about length. It's not about the length. It's mm-hmm. more about the girth. It is a lot more about the girth. The fatter, the better. So there, you've been told. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Amelia. Yeah. You're welcome. Great talking to you. Thank you for calling in. Get a kiwi, boys. <laughs> okay, I think I know who this is. They've been holding for a long time. I- I'm dying to talk to them. So, Hello, you're in bed with Dr. Sue. Did you miss me? Always. <laughs> so? I miss you, too. Do tell. Tell everyone who you are. This is Kaya. Yes! (laughs) I was waiting for you to call, and this is the reason why I want you guys to listen to Kaya. Kaya loves little dicks. Tell us why. I do. I love my four-inch little babies. Okay, I love smaller penises because I think that the men that they're attached to tend to be more erotic, more sensual, kinder, caring, and I think that they put more effort into what they do. Agreed. For um, the most part, I think they do. There's not, some that are lazy, but I, right. I think for the most part, absolutely. everybody, you know, they try harder. Right, absolutely. And I think what it is about them is that they've been humiliated, they've been embarrassed, they've walked around feeling a great deal of shame. And I'm not a huge fan of wimpy men. I, I like men to be men and then that can be you know as non-feminist as anyone might like to think but I think with just a little bit of encouragement and a little bit of love and some proper handling they rock it out I mean they're just like you know once you show them some appreciation they're like okay baby let's you know anytime anywhere any place they're willing to give you anything and everything you want and how could you not want that in a, in, in a loving relationship, you know, where someone just wants to touch you, wants to go down on you? You know, oh, and blowjobs, piece of cake. I mean, <laughs> you know. <somebody's> <laughs> That's very to, true. Seriously. The easiest blowjob in the world. It's like, yeah. Absolutely. They're not jamming it in the back of your throat. Your eyes aren't tearing. Your <laughs> mascara is not down by your chin. I mean, how much better can life possibly be? And you want to do it at that point. You're like, you know, you're waking him up in the morning like, I love you, baby. And he's like, I love you too. Anything you want, anything. And it's like easy breezy. I mean, you know, it's it's a good deal. So, yeah, I absolutely love them small. I, You know, so someone was telling a story before, uh, you know, when in my younger years, like I'm in my 40s now, but when I was in my 20s, I, I got married pretty early. I had two kids. And then I found myself divorced. I started dating. 
about 12 and a half inches long. Mm-hmm. He comes out of the bathroom, no lie, with a towel on it. And I'm looking at him like, what the hell is that thing? I was scared shitless. I got up towel out of bed. warmer. <laughs> I got up out of bed, put my clothes on, and said, take me home. Because there's not a chance in hell you're damaging my uterus. Because mm-hmm. that's where that thing would have ended up. No yep. way, buddy. You could find someone else to torture. I'm not getting, you know, like, internal injuries because you, no way. Not happening. So, I'll stick with my little guys. I just, you know, just a little, you know, it, this is a little known fact, but I'm a certified uh, clinical sexologist. So, in my personal practice, you know, I run across it a lot. And these guys just need some encouragement. And once they learn how to touch women and, you know, what the actual parts of their vagina are, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you teach them what a clit is, they're going to town. Yep. I mean, they're just happier than a pig and shit. They're just like a clit, and this is what it does, and this is how you make you feel. I, okay, we're good. So, yeah, they're happy campers, and and that beats it. And I'm with everybody on the girth thing. A little bit of girth, it can take you home. <laughs> it really can, and I think you're absolutely right. I think they put in more of an effort. I think they can be more loving and more sensuous and work really, really hard at making you happy, whereas sometimes your bigger dick guys, again, I've noticed, again, the smaller the penis, the more submissive the male, but you also get the larger the penis, the more of an asshole they can become. So it's one, it's, it's six of one, half a dozen of another. Do you want this big-dicked male to fool around on you and spread his seed all over the place, or do you want the little guy who's going to appreciate you and stick with you Absolutely. and do everything he can for you? Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know that, you know, big guys, guys with big dicks or guys with smaller dicks are less likely to cheat on you one way or another. I think, you know, that's all here or there. But I think that, you know, guys with smaller penises definitely just want to be appreciated. And, you know, from the time they're young, just from my practice alone, I know the time they're young, penis is a big part of a guy's issue or ego, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's a big part of their identity. You know, that's the really thing with dicks. Women need to realize that guys' dicks are their identity. And and so when we humiliate them and embarrass them and all that stuff, I mean, that's where that comes from. Like, their whole lives, because they've had small dicks, that's a part of their identity. So at that point, their identity is small. You know, that's one thing I've definitely learned. You know, and guys with bigger dicks, hey, I feel for them because they don't have no place to put that thing either. So, you know, I get that. <laughs> it's, it's, I'll it's say they may even other. possibly, for, <laughs> it may even possibly get more than your big dick guys just because of the extra effort that they're putting in that the big dick guys don't. Absolutely. Because you'll find but, a lot you know, of alpha males will not go down on a woman because they think it's beneath them. Absolutely. And that's, and that's you know what, and here's the thing, that's where they lack that sense of intimacy Oh yeah. That women really, really want. It's like they're seed spreaders. Don't expect me. Yeah, don't expect me to suck your dick if you're not gonna go down on me. No, I'm sorry. There's a lack of intimacy there, and and appreciation. So it's a quid pro quo thing, buddy. <laughs> totally. No, I agree with yeah, that 100. percent Yep, I'll stick with my little guys and the in the intimacy and that appreciation and that 
just that thing you have with a person who's, you know, really into you. And all you have to do is be kind to them and just love them a little bit and just show them that you're just as masculine, you're just as much of a man as someone who's, you know, sporting eight inches. Ta-da! I told you guys you weren't going. You were going to be surprised by what you heard because we're not all size queens. So there you go. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Absolutely and that's why not. I wanted Kai to call. I really did because she really is a big supporter of the little guys. So, and I think you guys need to hear that. So, not everyone is. Oh yeah, a size it's genuine. Queen. It's absolutely genuine. Yeah. And and I just you know, and I love all men. And you know, I'm certainly not knocking anyone of any size. But my personal preference is of a smaller nature. I just, I just have found, you know, and again, I'm in my forties. I'm not in my twenties. I've been around enough to know that that is what I prefer. There you go, guys. You've been told. Yeah. Thank you, Kaya, for calling in and sticking oh, up for the little so much. guy. I always, I'm always there for the little guy. Dr. Sue, it was really a pleasure to be able to finally speak with you. Thank you, Kaya. I'm um, really it's glad an you honor, called as in. always. <laughs> and um, I hope you have an amazing week. I'm here in Sausalito, so the Wi-Fi was not kind to you. It took me a while, but I'm here, so I love you. Yay, thank you and I mean so that much for doing this, seriously. And um, I hope you take care. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. So, see, guys, this is what I was trying to tell you earlier, is the fact that it's not always length. Is one, it's more girth, and two, I, I just from observing the alpha males that I play with in cuckolding, they are far different than your submissive. I would rather spend my time with a submissive male than I would with an alpha male. Alpha males are for me are good to fuck and then kick to the curb. Bye, 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 bye. You're annoying as hell. Bye. So they're gone. So don't think that because you have a small cock you're useless because you're not. We love you anyways. Let's see who this is. Hello. You're in bed with Dr. Sue. Hello. Hello. Who's this? This is Miss Polly Bell. Hello, Polly Bell. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I am excellent. So do tell us what your preference is, my dear. Five and a half to seven inches and six. (laughs) <laughs> See, there we go with the thick again, guys. More important than length. Because see, five and a half to seven inches, that's totally right in the normal range where most guys are anyways. But see, I'll actually take a smaller dick if they've got a good tongue. There you go. So once again, if you want to make up for your shortcomings, start practicing with your tongue. That's it. Lots of al- alphabet learning. <laughs> Totally. So do you have any other things that you want people to know as far as, um, or the guys to know that they can do other than if they're really good with oral? You know, a good make, a good makeout session. Men seem to forget kissing is important to get our injuries. I was just going to say that. Learn to kiss well, because there are a lot of you out there that suck at it. Or they don't do it at all. It's just like, brace yourself, yep. Bridget, and they go straight in. You know, play with us a little first. Get us going. Get those juices flowing. You so, so, so want 
to have that foreplay. Unfortunately, we don't flip a switch. You guys tend to flip switches really easily. We can't. It takes us longer to warm our engines. And good kissing and good foreplay and good make-out sessions are just so important. I agree. Thank you, Polly. I really appreciate you calling in, Polly Bell. You're welcome. You have a good night. Oh, I shall. So, guys, that's the last of our callers. If you want to call in, you still can. 657-383-0031. But what I'm going to do right now is I think it's about time that we spent a little time in the island. It is time for us to give away some sexy ganjali. So, if you would like to be one of the first three callers, 657-383-0031, you can receive a free tube of Sexy Ganja Water-Based Hemp Oil Lube. In the meantime, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a little bit about the lube. Lube is incredible. I used to sell it in my sex shop. I have been jonesing to get this for you guys because I know when you try it, you're going to love it. This lube is one of the few out there that won't leave your thighs sticking together. But not only that, it's actually healing. Sexy Ganja is loaded with vitamins. And it's actually perfect if you are a person who has allergies or find that other lubes cause you issues because of its anti-inflammatory properties due to the hemp oil. This stuff is absolutely freaking magical. So call in now, 657-383-0031, and you can get a free tube. I will send it to you myself because it is coming straight from my little house to yours. Ladies, your vag is going to thank you for this lube. You can actually use this lube on skin irritations, on other parts of your body, such as eczema. And you're, like I said, you're going to be getting it straight from me. Now, it's also available on InBedWithDrSue.com or the com, And you can click on the link in the sidebar. It's $9.99 U.S. plus shipping, and you can pay through PayPal. So, if I give you guys free sexy ganja, or if you get stuck, <laughs> yes, Naima, if you get stung by a wasp on your nipples by a rogue... Um, professional dominatrix, you can most definitely use your sexy ganja. So, since nobody's calling in and nobody wants free lube, <laughs> story of my fucking life, um, I may pick some people. So, so there, you may get it whether you want it or not. <laughs> so, I'm probably going to pick from our callers this evening, because since they were nice enough to call, I am going to pick three people who are going to get the lube, and you can test it out. And you can let me know exactly what you think of it. And I will put your review, because that's all I'm asking for, is a review of the lube, and I will put it up on the website. But other than that, we are done, guys. I actually really like this music. I'm just going to keep it on. Yeah. I want to thank everyone who was kind enough to hit up the chat room tonight. Now, chat room was weird tonight. They have changed the interface on here. 
And I did not know this, but depending on how you signed up, this thing is showing email addresses, and that is not cool. I am going to be getting in touch with them. Not that they'll listen to me, but I want to find out what the hell. Because, no, I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's this show or some other completely vanilla show. Showing email addresses is not cool. So I'm going to see about getting that switched. Otherwise, it's great for me because I can look right at the... I used to have to flip between screens to try and see what was going on in the chat room. But now, oh, I don't have to. But I want to thank everybody who's in chat. Um, We have Amelia Devine. We have Naima. We have Envy. We have Kylie Gable. We have, of course, Angela St. Lawrence. We have Mistress Lilith. We have Mistress Peyton. Thank you, Mistress Peyton, who just said, love, love, love you, Doc. The show was amazeballs tonight. We have Mistress DJ. And we have Miss Polly Bell, of course, who called in. And thank you, guys. We also had some people over in on Twitter who were jumping around because for, because for obvious reasons, I said, if you don't want your email showing, for God's sakes, just jump back over to Twitter. And Thomas was over here. He was actually cracking up. He said, I'm never going to be able to look at my cat playing with his toys the same way again. That was due to our cat toy ball. Any hoodles? Um, Let's see. What else have we got? Oh, don't forget to grab Sammy Ray Schwartz's awesome offer for listeners of In Bed until the end of April. And pick up the books from each of our sexy scribes that you heard tonight on InBedWithDrSue.com. Click on Sexy Scribes, and you will find all the links to each one of the books that I was showcasing this evening. On the next show, I'll be discussing poly relationships with Dominic Ciara, Mr. Ciara, and Daddy Matt. That will be on May the 14th at 10 o'clock, so don't miss that show. If you are in need of reading, there are two new articles on the review and several more coming. You can read up on what I think about chicks who blatantly break the rules of phone chat and clip sites and how body worship is actually not a right, gentlemen. Some of you boys seem to feel worshiping our bodies is your personal kink and assume we're all just going to allow it. Not so. You can read those on thedrsuereview.com. So, until the next show, be sure to play safe, sane, and do everything everything in your power to find your happy. Good night, everybody.